0: Talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast.
1: Happy
2: Tuesday,
3: everybody, and welcome to
1: Fight Club. It's Fight Club Untethered version today, and we're going to explain how and why in just a minute. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome. Awesome. Happy
0: Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to Fight Club for Business, the show for home service business owners looking to improve their marketing, finances, systems, and culture. We're a team of self-employed industry experts, and we get to be joined this week by Keith Kalpas. Thank you so much for joining us, Keith. Do you mind just giving our listeners a brief rundown of yourself and your business?
2: Hey what's up I'm Keith with Kelfis Professional Services in Detroit Michigan and we do landscaping and window cleaning we're going into our 10th well we're in our 10th season now and um, I love what I do I also make YouTube videos on my self-named YouTube channel Keith Kelfis and um, I have a huge passion for marketing social media and I love landscaping and doing podcasts so that's me
0: Awesome. Well, I am excited to talk to you about all things marketing. That is where my expertise lies on this panel. So my name is Taylor Moroney. For anyone newly listening to the show, I co-own a pressure washing company in South Florida with my husband, and my background is in marketing. I love helping owners understand the numbers behind what they get from their marketing agencies and help them make better decisions based upon that. So super excited to talk about marketing with you today, Keith, and welcome back to Fight Club, everyone
4: awesome and my name is megan likes i'm the uh note kicker so when i'm scrambling to type on the screen that's because i'm trying to keep up with the action items here um i own likes accounting company a full service accounting firm based out of northern california i educate and empower small business owners to understand their finances so that they can live more financially rewarding lives i do this through a product called bookkeeping academy online where i have trainings to help build more financially profitable business models and i own a window cleaning gutter cleaning business with my husband jeff in northern california and i'm happy to be here and keith it's good to see you we saw you in florida last time in real life i think that's been a year or two but good to see you again
2: awesome
1: yeah <laughs> hey there keith i'm michelle myers co-owner of Pink Collars and we put remote admin rock stars or customer service reps in your home service business. So if you need that one individual to manage all your emails, texts, chats, and all of that good stuff, we can absolutely help. You and I have talked several times, mostly about Jobber, and we might talk about that again today. And I'm super happy to have you here today. So welcome to Fight Club.
2: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
1: <laughs> All right, and lastly,
3: my name is Martha Woodward, and I am former owner of a maid service, and I am co-founder of Quality Driven Software, an employee performance system, and I just like helping people build happier workplaces. So, welcome to Fight Club. And little disclaimer: most of us are in airports, so excuse any background
4: background noise. <laughs> We're doing our best. We didn't want to cancel because we like Keith was such a catch and we're like, we're going to do it. And then this morning we're like, we should have just canceled. We're sorry, Keith. (laughs) Like not bringing your A game, but we were so excited to do this. So here we are. Yep.
0: Awesome. Well, I get to see you first, Keith. And I think I talked a little about social last episode, but I kind of want to keep on this trend because it's such an awesome way for business owners to get involved with their marketing in-house and not have to be exporting that outside the business to a marketing agency. and it's it's a free option. it's a free way to get some things out there to your customers and talk to them about your business, what you have to offer and really be able to showcase your brand and your culture. So I would love to hear your the reasons why number one you love social media because you did say that you know you love social media you love marketing so I'd love to hear some of those reasons as to why and maybe some trends that you are seeing right now in that world
2: yeah very much so uh this goes all the way back to early 2000s when social media came out and people were saying that it it would never take off or go anywhere and it would be a joke um so this this started out from me growing up really poor and working dead-end jobs and being very frustrated and then seeing kind of like late night infomercials of hearing like like Tony Robbins and these these guys walking on the beach talking about how they can clone themselves through video marketing. And I was like, oh my God, that's insane. So I was really poor and I didn't have any other ways to brand or market my business. And I, and, but then I learned if you just take your phone out or get a cheap camera, you can essentially clone yourself. And if you can't. If you don't have the skills or profit margins or ability to hire a sales team yet, you're just not there yet. Or even one sales guy, you can be your own sales guy or girl and clone yourself through video. So, and even if you're not an expert, you're not good on camera. You, you maybe you're insecure about the way you, you, you look on camera, and you're just super uncomfortable with that. I would like to implore anybody that wants to get into, uh, get into making Facebook, Instagram. Uh, starting a YouTube channel to market their businesses. You don't have to be anything other than the person that you are when you're just walking around the property, talking to your customer and the, the vulnerable you. And I've learned this from, uh, one of my favorite authors, Brene Brown in her book, the power of vulnerability. One second, uh, Brene Brown, the power of vulnerability. She has this famous Ted talk oh. and she talks about this and that one Ted talk kind of changed my life. And I said, wow. So I can just be me where I'm at right now. And you'll naturally attract the customers that they appreciate that. You know, people can feel the intentionality of your heart and where, where your, where your heart is at and your intentions. And if, and if you mean well and you want to do a great job and you're passionate about what you do, uh, people are very sensitive and they pick up on that and they can feel that through watching a simple video. So if you take your phone out and you, make a video of you walking around a property or showing a cleaning job, or you just standing in your office talking about how much, how much passion you have for serving clients in your local area and you geotag that and title it and do that consistently. um, You will crush it and you'll, you'll have clients calling saying that they saw the video, the video or they found you on social media and it just opens up this whole other world. So essentially, if you do that just a little bit more and more often than other people, you've created a cloning machine where you copy paste, copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. And uh, if you're, so let's just say you you don't get good sleep three nights in a row and you're up all night and you have bags under your eyes and you you just don't wanna be on the camera or you don't wanna make a selfie video at all. Well, guess what? You have selfie videos of you that you can repost of when you were feeling great so if you're sick in bed or tired or it's a rainy day you have the best versions of yourself not that you're concealing anything but you probably wouldn't want to make a video if you're having a horrible day um although I do that on my social media but I choose to do that that is your cloning machine and that is your your sales operation it could be 20 50 100 or a thousand of you and I've done this so many times over and over and over that some of my best videos that have millions of views, we have like, I don't know, between 60 and 80 million views online. We get 4.5 million views a month. We post eight to 12 pieces of content per day on all social media platforms, including TikTok. And I've separated and segmented between my actual service business and then just my general social media where I talk to uh, startup landscapers and window cleaners. But some of my best videos, I literally, had something in my teeth because I was just eating some almonds and I was like, damn it, whatever, or something. There is a speck of something on my shirt or just something, something that, um, but it's
0: showing the real you, right? It's, it's giving that inter internal look to who you are as a business owner, what your daily life looks like. And that's, I just want to stop you just briefly, if you don't mind. Because that might have sounded very overwhelming to people listening, how much Keith is posting on social media to get these types of views, likes, followers, uh, you know, potential subscriptions, things of that sort. So what I want you to really, really kind of focus on that Keith is talking about is cloning yourself. I think this is a great way to look at video and look at your Facebook lives, your Instagram lives, your Instagram reels, your TikToks, whatever the case may be you are making duplicates of yourself. And it's really funny that we're talking about this, because Megan and I were having a conversation literally last night about, you know, the intimidation behind video and how it does take time to get used to being comfortable in front of a camera. It, um, you know, it, it took me creating reels every day for a month to get comfortable on Instagram reels, to be comfortable in front of the camera, to kind of pull back a little bit from the perfection of the look, of how I look, how the background looks, how everything surrounding me looks, um, and really allow more of that vulnerability to come through. So I think that is honestly the coolest way, number one, I've ever heard it said, Um, and I will let you keep going from here. Um, If you've seen, I guess the next question, what I'm going to ask is, have you seen any new trends with video? Anything that's really pushing it in a direction that is something business owners could hop on right now? and be able to
2: start implementing this week. Yeah, I have. I to add what you're saying. Um, uh, vulnerability is the new credibility. So we're, we've moved and I'm kind of into the stuff like we've ascended, we've evolved over the past few years, and we're always evolving. But as a, a culture, people, uh, their, their BS detector is already starting to go off as soon as they see a video, if they feel like you're trying to sell something. And if you just come right out oh, and admit, yeah uh uh mistakes you could tell there's so i have this thing i printed out from entrepreneur.com and i went to a print shop and i paid and it's like 12 different stories that you can tell from the uh like an embarrassing story that happened in your business and then how you actually fixed it and the customer became a raving fan you there's all types of things you can do to take someone's bs detector and turn that thing off by just being vulnerable and then you become credible uh the trends in social media that I see is, so there's so much, you have to be a disruptor and there's so much, it's it's about putting rails up on your marketing and on your messaging. So you say, and you can write this down, you create like a policy for your social media. This is the stuff that I never talk about. This is the stuff that I do talk about. So you wanna talk about your main thing and your side thing. You might happen to, um, you you have a, a service business, but you also happen to love botany or flowers or you have a garden you love gardening or you uh you, you know whatever you maybe you love surfboarding or i'm one of those
0: people 100 so, one of those people except disney love, for me so mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and, or you love uh you love dogs or you love something like that and just a little bit of that just to give somebody a taste that you're a real person and you're not just trying to just sell them something and then you put rails up on the messaging and you say hyper you stay hyper focused and specific on the topic and then every single piece of content is thought out and around a specific topic. Uh, back in 2017, I had the opportunity, I guess, to go with, uh, the pond guy, Greg Whitstock, this guy is like, he's famous in the green industry and he's invented a bunch of cool things. And he invited me to go to this famous YouTuber, Logan Paul, his house in California. And I've been all over the country now because of my YouTube channel, but this one specific experience changed my life and the life of the other youtuber friends that i had that were in the landscaping niche we went and we saw this logan paul guy who's making millions of dollars a month and he's making these crazy videos and he's very entertaining he also has gotten himself in trouble because of that and we left california so inspired but on like a a high thinking oh my god we have to do what he's doing and over the period of the next nine months we totally screwed up our youtube channels because we we're in, uh, putting out all this murky type of messaging that didn't have anything to do with the main topic of the reason why people were actually coming to our social media channel. You know, some of the most successful people who do social media, they're not posting videos of them eating ice cream with their dog or every single thing that they're doing. So you can actually relax on the fact that you don't have to take pictures of your food. You don't have to do all these things. You could just put the phone down and don't make any videos except for the specific videos. That communicate with the haptic feedback and messaging of your market. So, if you describe a problem, there's a saying: if you like on social media, on videos, on podcasts, if you can describe somebody's problem even better than they can, they will automatically assume that you must know the answer. So, all you have to really do is make videos describing a problem, or showing before, during, after, kind of like I, I like Billy Mays, the marketing uh, guru guy who yes. did the TV commercials, like the Kaboom Cleaner. It's filthy. Yeah spray on the kaboom clean it it's clean Bam. it's called showing <laughs> results in advance and when you get good at that then imagine that there's a stage on and, and when i'm talking about you, you asked me what are the trends on social media it's getting hyper focused content formatting if you look at the most successful tv shows that come on at a certain time every single week or every day there's the, the commercials the way the the viewer experience is the same and it's predictable. If you read like the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, this all goes into content messaging and formatting of how people, when there's a predictable feeling and set of chemicals that are fired and triggers that go on in their their Nero and their subconscious, they know that when they come to your content, they're gonna get a specific thing, just like people watch Joe Rogan or a Tim Ferriss or whatever, or a Brene Brown. So when you can understand what your user is experiencing and then give that to them and give them more of what they want. Then your social media grows. That's how you, how you get traction. And so that's what the trend is. It's, just, it's not being a, um, a generalist. It's being hyper specific and really good at, at, at niching down. And so but it, that can be confusing because you might see people that have millions of views online while well, they're hitting a, a, a broader audience in a bigger demographic. When i say we get millions of views online this is actually hurting my analytics and my tracking and my advertising because now i have to get more specific in tracking we've had uh videos go viral all over facebook and get millions of views and i've always wanted that to happen it's like be careful what you wish for you just might get it because i have you know literally millions of people in mainstream america uh uh totally misinterpreting what i'm saying and these, these aren't people that have a service business or anything, so it's it, it doesn't really actually do anything. It could actually be considered a liability to have that many people watching your content and criticizing it, and, you know, popcorn and they're like keyboard warriors. So uh, the, the one interesting thing that I'm trying to uh, reel this back in and close this loop is uh, I lost my train of thought here because this is, it's 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 like trying to fit a whole bunch of information through. Uh, the, the 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 uh the path is narrow and the gate is small. Just get really good at saying the the same few things. Like get your get your brand story down, your story of, get a couple things down really good and do them over and over and over and over and over and over and over because you're not marketing. There's always new people coming in and you consider the new person all the time. When you just dial in those few things, you can crush it with your marketing through video.
0: I absolutely love this. And I think I could steal a whole show and talk to you about this because I've had everything that you have said. I've had experiences that have happened to me with the same exact thing, viral videos that have happened through other pages I've created for different business adventures and it 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 is it was a disservice unfortunately to me and my page and there's there's so much to unpack when it comes to social media but i love everything that you really kind of concisely put that into in about 15 minutes there so i don't want to take too much more of your time personally so i'll kind of pass you off to megan at this point keith for some finances and i really appreciate your time thank you so much
4: awesome i So I kind of want to continue the marketing kick. I feel like this is like the second or third week in a row where I'm like, let's just keep going. This is good. But I I wanna I wanna talk about social media and marketing because I feel like we're we're feeling our phones slow down. We're in our summer slump a little bit in some industries, like we're headed towards recession. There's lots of talk about recession. And I think that like what you're saying about cloning yourself, what you're saying about, you know, just getting out there and getting real and connecting with your customers, like. Maybe this is something that our audience hasn't had to do in 10 years or 12 years because they've had good leaf flow, right? They're coming off of their best year ever last year. You know, 2021 was incredible for the home service industry. And and I I think there's a little bit of fear and anxiety about, like, what's going to happen? Why is the phone slowing down? Like, why is nobody calling? And so can you talk about some practical tips of, like, how that started for you with your landscaping business? And maybe can you give me, like, which came first, landscaping or window cleaning? Like, can you tell a little bit about that home service story?
2: Sure. Um, I, I, I feel like you asked two different questions there. I one did. About so the marketing you can go with the one
4: you want. Yeah, go. My origins.
2: Yeah. So um, I grew up a poor kid working dead end jobs. And uh, then I got into cutting grass and uh, didn't have any marketable skills. And I always said, if kind of like if all else failed, I would start a landscaping business. And. By the time I put a ring on my wife's finger and I was in debt and we were in a one-bedroom apartment scared with an eviction notice, uh, I started doing side jobs by posting these crappy, embarrassing ads on Craigslist. And I would cut grass all day. Uh, This is me in my late 20s, literally. Uh, Then I would go out until literally dark seven days a week and build this little tiny landscaping business and i noticed it only took about six weeks to replace the income from my job six weeks so i spent a decade pontificating in my head how it would take you know at least twenty thousand dollars in startup capital and all this crap that i had read in the, all these books all it really took was just a hustle and motivation and once i got out and i got the business going i, I read a book by Jay conrad levinson called the gorilla marketing tactics that was what got my business to cross the 100k mark quickly and it's like literally go on, uh, UZ marketing or signs on the or dope marketing where to get these bandit signs, put them in the turnarounds until you get in trouble, put them in, in entrances, the subdivisions, collect the email of every single customer and go on MailChimp and do email blast every single month. Uh, go to wordpress.org and start creating a blog article. And I was literally staying up all night teaching myself how to do search engine optimization and, uh, learning about search, en- search engine ranking page and Google three pack and all this stuff and constantly taking pictures and videos and just everything I could do from knocking on doors and passing out business cards. And then I learned that uh, very quickly if you just follow up with the customers, because the, the fortune is in the follow up and you have phenomenal customer service, you can you can get a business to you know 100K rather quickly than you have to hire somebody. Um, In the marketing, I got to stop hmm. you there for
4: just a second, because you said so many good things. And I feel like this is kind of the, the issue I've been trying to bring home as we're headed into recession is there's a lot you can do. So your phone's not ringing the same it was go hustle, like picture late 20s, Keith, who's cutting grass all day, which is exhausting and hot work, and then coming home and doing content. that's something that we can all do that's something that we all have control over we can be posting we can be emailing our customers and i think we get grumpy because we haven't had to for 10 years 12 years like we're not we're out of the habit but the good times are they're they're changing a little bit so um i like that you he said you could write blog posts you could email your customers you could be posting on craigslist your services you could be doing social media posts and videos and images so I, there's a four takeaways that if you're sitting there frustrated and pissed that your phone slowed down a little bit, go do one of those things today and again tomorrow. Um, so And then you were going to go on to your next thought, and I but I wanted to hit that home real quick mm-hmm. because I, I hate it when people are complaining. I'm like, I know it sucks. I get it, but go do something about it. Like, what can you do about it? Go. So thank you for giving them something to do mm-hmm. about it.
2: <laughs> After I learned about, um, there's a book by John Jantz, last name J-A-N-T-S-C-H, called Duct Tape Marketing. If you listen to this on audit, audible.com you could just buy it for 13 bucks it's phenomenal that book really made it so i was never worried about getting work ever again now i don't have a two or three million dollar business where i have to keep massive amounts of deal flow coming in you know my marketing uh, budget is very small it went from seven percent down to one percent of our uh gross annual revenue it's it's nothing um but so here's some things you can use like voicemail bomb by Sun Jim or Sly Broadcast. So what I've done is we have about 4,500 customers and clients we've taken care of. I'll sit, you know, oops, it takes three to four hours to scrub the list down of what customers you do and don't want to contact. And so uh, I plan on doing this this week here because our phones are starting to slow down. It's a uh, scrub through a list and then we do segments of 100 each, and then you can create a pre-recorded Uh, voice message. So I take out my phone and I I imagine that I'm actually talking. I got
4: to pause you because if you're driving, like you need to hear this, right? And if you're listening to this recording, we're going to hit the, you can come look at that show notes, but this is going to be great because he's going to do a voicemail bomb for you and you can use his script and change his name and change your company name and just make it your own tone and voice. Don't use this cool radio voice. Okay. Ready? (laughs) Let's hear your voicemail bomb because I do this and I do hundred, I do a hundred a day. So I love that you're validating what I'm doing naturally. <laughs> like I learned the lesson. You don't want to do 4,500 at once. So that's impossible. <laughs> Such a bad thing to do. Do 100 at yeah, a that's... time. And you can rank them by like who gives you the most money or who's been the longest out since you talked to them last or whatever. But uh, the voicemail bomb I think is often the hurdle. People are like, I don't know what to say. So
2: yeah, scrubbing your, your list is really important too. If you have customers like... Uh, whoa i don't even want to get into that uh most customers are phenomenal to work with and there's a few bad apples so you want to scrub those out of the list and put them on a do not call list and just you know but um and i love my business and i love taking care of customers but you know what i mean so i pretend that i'm just talking to my favorite customer mrs jones for real like i I imagine this i take out my phone and it might take me two three four five times the one that i have now i recorded like 17 times i had one for the uh the spring summer fall the spring one would be like so I press record and I go and into this the software like voicemail bomb you pre-record your voice message and I'll tell you what it does before I do it so your, your brain doesn't be like what's he talking about okay so a ringless voicemail is where it bypasses the customer from their phone ringing and it goes directly to their voicemail. I don't know how it does it but all they do is or it might ring like half a ring or something all they know is they got a new voicemail from you and they think it's actually from you to them. You're not doing anything wrong because you really mean that those are your intentions Is you're sending it to them. I don't know what your state or what type of GDPR, or right type of uh, permissions, because you should have permission to do this, that they have given you permission. But uh, I'm not a lawyer. I can't give you any legal counsel. But anyways, you say, this is what I say. This works for me very well. Hi, this is Keith with Kelfus Professional Services. I'm looking at our calendar here and it looks like we've done some work for you in the past. Anyways, the spring is here and... Our schedule is booking up really fast, and I wanted to reach out to you again to see if you needed your landscaping done, uh, your windows cleaned. We have a whole property maintenance trim package uh, on special right now. Anyways, if you want to reach out and get us on the schedule, I'd love to give you a quote. Give us a call at the office at 586-555-1212, or you can send me an email at theuntrappedpodcast at gmail.com. It's not my actual email. Anyways, uh, have a great spring, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Bye. So it's like, do that a few times, do it feels really natural and then load that up. And if you were to send that to like 5,000 people, oh my God, especially if you have somebody answering the phones for you, you would want to warn them because it's not very nice. And you could, you could go in a, from a position for, uh, I'll tell you the bad part and then I'll tell you the good, the good news, right? The bad news is if you send that to too many people and you're already too busy, that one ringless voicemail Can you will have people calling you six weeks later saying, hey, I got your voice message. You're like, what? That was six weeks ago. Like, Because you're always planting seeds and you're staying on the top of the customer's mind. What you're doing is you're positioning yourself as the obvious choice. And when you get to the point where you're planting seeds with a shotgun and you're watering, you're growing a big harvest. So what happens is if you send that out, you're going to want to segment it to 100 people at a time. uh, And...
4: I'm going to interrupt for a second and kind of collaborate a bit. But for us, what we do is we figured out that, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, were better. And we actually add in our call script. We say like, hey, Mrs. Jones, I was kind of looking at our schedule for the next couple weeks. I actually have a few openings. So I know you usually like to get it done. And we would do like the May people and we would send that May recording and we would. And we figured out what times of days we got the best response rate and it wasn't just response rate but when could our office team handle the responses right like if you send it at 4 p.m and then you close at five that's kind of waste you know it's like just a total waste um so you'll you'll figure out a way to hack it but once you have that list we just and it's not fancy like i wish i could automate this better and you can with response vid you can integrate SendGem. you can do quality control voicemail bombs but from a marketing perspective it's just a jobber list and we cross off a hundred at a time and, and it works. Uh, and we have a 22% response rate on our voicemail bombs. So we know 22% of people will call back or schedule if they're on that dead list. And if you don't know what I'm talking about in jobber, you can run an inactive client list that you haven't serviced in 18 months automatically. And that's usually our hit list that we work off of. I wasn't trying to hijack that, but I felt like it's, oh. it's really powerful stuff and 22% co- conversion rate. I'm actually on the send gym website. I didn't know this until recently. Somebody's was like, yeah, your video. Cause I sent Daniel Dixon. I was like, do you know how much money you made me this morning before 10 AM? Like this is gold. This is so cool.
2: Yeah. If, uh, whether you're a, a one man band or you have, you know, 20 employees, doing these ringless voicemails are incredible one ringless voicemail can literally get you you know 40 50 60 thousand dollars of work on the books and book you out for you know a month it's it's literally that powerful and it costs you peanuts in, in uh comparison to, to traditional marketing and advertising like Google ads pay per click and stuff like that and if you are listening to this and you maybe get overwhelmed and you're saying, well, I don't have the time to do all that or to dial it in as much as she has because you've got it really dialed in. That was like really smart. I had never thought of any of that stuff because I just don't have the time. Um, you can go on Upwork.com, U-P-W-O-R-K.com. And I've hired 40 different virtual assistants. I have 21 right now and a team of eight that are working all the time all over the world, anywhere from 12 to well, I've paid them up to $150 an hour. My average virtual assistant, I pay, uh, depending on what country they're in, $18 an hour plus bonuses. And uh they can help you manage a lot of marketing into your bit in, in your business. Like uh, I have Sunny Suggs in Texas. You can send her an entire list that you're having maybe anxiety and you're frustrated because you don't have the time to compile this onto a spreadsheet and organize it and segment it she can do it all for you in like 20 minutes and so she starts as 20 bucks an hour or something like that uh, or it'll be like you know, i don't know what her rates are now but what i'm saying is that you don't have to do all of this yourself and there's software that once you learn how to use it or maybe in the down season it becomes something that you just kind of bake it into your business and it, that's when they say you know how do i systematize my business well this is a system uh, another thing is email marketing
4: can I brag on a listener real quick? Because we've got yeah. Jay on the live, and I know we've got background airport nose. I'm sorry. And we lost Kay because she had to board her flight. We're a mess, but we're going to keep going. So, Jay's on the live, and she gave us a little comment. And Jay uses ResponsiveBid. She's with TRT Pressure Washing out of Florida, and they have it built into their follow ups. Yeah, uh, Bobby and Keith are buddies. So, this is Bobby's uh, new ops manager. She's kind of and a big deal. We love Jay. We're a little obsessed with her. She's amazing. So, um, She's they have yeah they have it baked into their responsive and follow-up so that the day after a job they're sending a voicemail bomb that's bobby saying hey miss jones just checking in to make sure everything went okay yesterday uh if anything's wrong please give us a call back or if there's anything we can do to make it right like we want to you know i don't know he says it in his bobby amazing way and then he ends with like and you know if you really liked your service yesterday which i hope you did." Uh, A five-star review would be a great, you know, help to us in our business. And then Bobby's got this whole thing about how he has more five-star reviews than all of his competitors added together, right? More than 600. Um, But it's a system. He recorded that once. I guarantee you it was three or four years ago. He never touched it again, and it just runs. And I love that. Like, it just runs after every job he calls and personally follows up to make sure that they're happy with the service. And if they're not, I think they call Jay, and then Jay makes it right. But it's a system. it works okay we can move on to your next thing and then we're gonna pass you to Michelle
2: okay Um, uh, that was a piece of (laughs) uh, that was a piece of marketing gold right there that you just said so secondary order consequential thinking what will happen if I do this and then what what will happen from that and so on and so forth this integrated model of thinking is so think of all the things that you do that you have to do every day you have to go to sleep you have to shower and brush your teeth and you make your morning coffee these are repetitive tasks like taking out the trash and doing the laundry what things can you automate can you hire a cleaning person to come once a week and help clean your house to take that off all these things Well, look at these software systems that are you can use as leverage that you said bobby walker recorded one voice message that now is leveraged in his business and goes over and over and over. It's a cloning machine. that's like a record on repeat that's making profit for the business and creating goodwill and good faith in the community and in his marketplace and positioning him at a higher level of uh, not only value perception, but real value to his customers and clients because he's over communicating that. That nobody else is probably doing. So I'm super impressed with Bobby, and it even makes me like I'm like, wow, how do you how do you think of that stuff and actually execute on it? He's he's an executor, and so is everybody at the TRT team. And it's like I've learned so much from them. I actually had Bobby in my online course, the Business Marketing Blueprint, and he taught how he did that whole system. Uh, if anybody wants to check it out, it's keithkelfus.com/bmb. You can go there and check it out. And Bobby teaches this whole thing, how we got like 600 positive five-star reviews. And, and it's almost like, and but you have to do it every single time. And that's one thing that I fall short on. We are asking every single customer for a positive review, but the level that they do it is like, uh, it's pure, pure discipline. And I think it's become habit. And then the next thing was, oh yeah, uh, MailChimp.com. There's all types of email marketing softwares. I've just been using MailChimp forever. And so when you collect all your customers' emails, uh, you can... The email marketing is a whole other world that we can get into because you don't want... You want people to whitelist your emails. You don't want it to end up in their spam folder and all these things like that.
4: I feel like we're headed into a systems discussion. So I kind of want to pass you to Michelle with the thought that we use Jobber much like Keith does. And we have that integration view between Jobber and MailChimp. And you can really divide your list, not do the scrubbing by adding tags. And then we, we target all of our email marketing through MailChimp based on the tags that we've created in Jobber. So what services have they had? When did they have their last service? And those tags will prompt these email automations through MailChimp. So because uh, we're talking systems, I'm gonna pass to Michelle and mute myself from the airport noise. <laughs> Thank you, Keith, very much. That was super fun. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I loved all of those
1: things that you talked about, Keith, but I think what I want to hone in on is your creativity because you are a highly creative individual. I'm a recovering designer. And so I have a little creativity in my background as well. And I have a really big challenge. This is me being vulnerable. I have a really big challenge uh, blocking out time for creativity What do you do as a creative person? Do you just like go full blast and record a bunch of stuff when you're inspired? Or are you more systematic about it and put it on a calendar and say, okay, this is the time I'm setting aside to create content. How do you do it for others that might feel a little bit scared about how to do that creative process?
2: You know, I really miss the old parts of the old Keith, who was very impulsive. would (laughs) i would wake up with an idea and just go spend hours and hours working on it and i'd stay up all night working on it until it was like i remember when i i wrote three books and they all became uh best sellers on amazon and they've sold all over the world and i mean i literally i i locked myself in my office for like you know a week and i was typing this book and my wife would call me and she'd be like when are you coming home what's happening (laughs) until i write at least one more chapter and this type of uh, (laughs) obsession with creativity um, and getting into what's called a, a flow state when i'm under uh this this flow state and it's like enthusiasm means literally the god within and inspiration means in spirit and when you're in spirit and you move into that place you feel like a river of life and love flowing through you and it's a Mm -hmm. it's a connection (laughs) with oneness the isness the universe and it's it's a place that for me makes me so happy that i don't know how to shut it off and but that had me losing everything and sleeping in my car in 2010 because I was so creative, I couldn't get my shit together, yeah. And <laughs> and I kept bucking the system, and I didn't want to buckle down. So if you put all this on a gradient, like a fulcrum, like a scale, it took me sure. years and years and years and years, and I'm nowhere where I I have so much more to go. I you know, but but now we are everything's fully integrated. Uh, I can't really flip the camera camera around, but I have two different systems. We have battle boards. So if you go to the dollar store and get those big white construction paper. And then I get some markers okay. and a rig ruler yeah. and get some different color sticky notes. You can literally make a huge grid and stick them up on the wall and have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then you have okay. columns based on like what needs to be done on the website, the CRM, the members area in your Facebook group, what type of design, um, YouTube product development, stuff for virtual assistants, social media, brand deals, to-dos, what's going on in the podcast. So wow. I have this stuff all over the place <laughs> But it's hyper organized and everything is now distilled and condensed down to what needs to be done when down to the hour. Well, the problem with that is when I started to build a media team of people that helped me do all this stuff mm-hmm. from I have three different videographers, four different uh, video editors that help me with different reasons. I have two podcasts, a main podcast producer and then one on backup that our whole podcast is on autopilot. And then I have mm-hmm. just all these different virtual assistants that help from design to thumbnails to to, to book editors, publishers, uh, a lawyer, who's actually, he's like in New York, a virtual assistant, <laughs> guy lives on a boat part-time. So it was really hard for me to get organized because I'm not inherently an organized dude. But uh, yeah. and then I, I realized I, I'm not communicating any of this with my team because it's all on physical battle boards. I need some type of system that I can interact with and know what's going on in the cloud. So Can you I take paid a, a
4: picture of that. Like, at some yeah, point, we need, it, we, we need, need it. to share it. Like, at we some need point, it. like last week board. we spent like 20 minutes talking about time blocking and how each of us do it differently. You were the first one that described a physical. And it's so funny. My husband's visual. He does this for his bills. It's like a physical calendar where he moves the bills every month. Like that's so important to him to visually see the cash flow. I love it. I think it's, it's very visual. It's so good.
2: (laughs) Some people are visual, some are audio, some are kinesthetic and there's different modalities of ways you can do things. But so I got so frustrated last winter and overwhelmed when I started, like we got sponsored by Lowe's home improvement and, uh, different, like things are really taking off and now I'm under contract. And so I, I hired a consultant for 150 bucks an hour and, uh, what the consultant did was I was looking for a system like there's Asana, Trello, Monday.com. Sure. You've heard of all yeah, these different all things. These, and of so course. We got fully uh, onboarded on Monday.com. So everything is on Monday.com. We've got boards, every, everything down to the video. Every time every time I have a great idea for a video or a crappy idea for a video, it goes into the video and creation. And then I tag it, the different modality. Is it out in the field? Is it a studio? Is it a podcast video? What type of video? Yeah. When is the deadline for this video? What is the priority for this video? Is this video been approved to actually go into creation or is it stuck in idea mode or does it end up just (laughs) getting deleted because it sucks? What does it have to do with the brand and the messaging? What's going on this quarter? What's going on this year? What, What do we have to fulfill and how much time do we actually realistically have pragmatically like thinking on this marketing calendar? So when the idea idea gets approved and it goes into creation mode, it's automated on monday.com. It goes down into video and creation. And then we can assign different team members to a board who can see it, the different checklists. It's all very systematized. And so, well, I don't live and breathe monday.com like I should because it's over systematized. Like everything is on there. My other uh, VA... helped me. Like we take all of the deliverables for contracts and everything. And then we just take the mat, the major bullet points and we upload it into Monday under each brand. Like we're working with 20 different brands right now. And so I have to know what the hell is going on. I need points of contact of like, if I'm going to send gourmet brownies to uh, my bookkeeper or something like that, or like everybody is, is on there. I can talk about this for hours. I'm trying to,
1: I love it. (laughs) It's good. It's good. I'm geeking out.
2: (laughs) So I go on monday.com on my phone like I was filming Sunday all the way till dark for this brand deal sponsorship we're doing for Mark mowers. And so I'm literally, I got the camera equipment out and we're looking and I got my guy flying the drone because we're in this overhead drone shot. And I'm looking at what is the next shot? We have a checklist so I can be as efficient as possible and I'm checking them off as I go. So yeah. there's a book, an audio book called The Checklist Manifesto. And it, the book starts out <laughs> and it takes you. So if you're a type of person who's creative, but you can't, but systems gives you anxiety and makes you feel like trapped.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: there's some people that love like bookkeeping and love data and analytics and spreadsheets. And there's people that hate it and they can't do it. And so they're stuck in their business. So if you also read the book called uh, Traction by Gino Wickman, he talks about the visionary yeah. integrated relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I was, I'm the creative visionary type, but I can't get my shit together and I can't get organized. So I had to figure out how to go find the money and the funding because I'd bang my head against the wall, like anxiety and pacing around the house. And when you know you have a vision and you want to create something, but you're stuck and you feel like this glass ceiling or this emotional, if I'm into NLP, you can actually go out and find people who are looking for you, the visionary integrated relationship. And then now you guys can create, there's an emergent property that happens where you can do amazing shit that you yeah. always dreamed of doing, and the moment it hits you, you be like, "Oh my god, is really happening! I'm so happy. <laughs> so, this is real." And this, I've I've watched my dreams come true. Like, I I've tried to do so much stuff myself, um, yeah, and and I have. But you can. Let me just distill this down and simplify it, okay? <laughs> uh, because you can literally have uh you can have a top 100 podcast yeah literally that the whole thing gets recorded in your iPhone you can have a YouTube channel that gets hundreds of thousands of views from your iPhone you can i mean you can do anything there is a guy named uh Cro- 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 he was a famous internet marketer Kronig? Cro- Cro- cronig he uh wrote a book called Publish to profit 2.0 hmm. And he, he anyways, um, this guy was sick in a hospital bed with cancer, unfortunately. He fully recovered, thank God. But he built a seven-figure business from his iPhone. He wrote an entire ebook. He built his email list. He did all these things from his phone. Um, wow. But the, the one piece of clarity that I want to draw from all this, all this type of talk would make me want to climb into a shell because it was so so hard to wrap my mind around how in the f am i going to go run my landscaping business deal with employees make sure i'm I'm running payroll on time and doing all this taking care of the customers and putting out all the fires yeah (laughs) and do all this this is impossible and my friend brandon vaughn told me this story once how he when he was growing his business and i really look up to uh, aspire to have my act together like Brandon <laughs> because he's so calm and composed and I've never yep. seen him like, you know, one time I think I saw his face get red for like two seconds. Come on.
1: Yeah, like, he's you, unflappable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he said he, he saw somebody, uh, he got some coaching or something by somebody because he had a control issue. He was like a control freak and afraid to just let go and let things grow. And he wrote a, he wrote the word control down on a, on a little piece of paper. And then the coach had him tear it up into little tiny pieces. And he didn't know why, but he said he just started sobbing, crying as he was ripping mm. it up. Aww. And so, uh, like, now I'm mostly out of the field in my business because I just can't take it anymore. It's just not... Um, good for my time. My job is being creative and keeping the calendar full and and knowing what role you play in your business. So if you have, you know, a six month runway where you got to get some stuff dialed in, so then you can get into more creative mode, then that's just what it takes. So that's what I talk about getting distilling down and becoming practical and pragmatic. And I think a coach can help you do that. There's coaches. What's so great about this this podcast we're on right now or there's so many different people that are willing to reach out and help they may charge you a fee but who cares if you spend a few thousand bucks for a coach to help you see where you're at right now because if you don't know where you're at you don't know where you're going uh for me that would be like a joshua latimer uh Sitting down for four hours on a Saturday on a Zoom call and having Joshua Latimer walk me through what the hell is actually going on in my business and then getting some focus. And I think from that place, you'll learn that you there's a lot of uh, fat to cut out or a lot of stuff that's a, a lot of clutter. Yeah. I, I could talk for hours about this. My wife I know, I know.
1: And we got we to pause because it's good because you, talk, you talked about a lot of people. And it's a perfect segue to hand you off to Martha because we got to get you wrapped <laughs> up. They can get on a plane. They're, okay. they're at the airport. They're yeah. not us. So thank you, Keith. That was super, super good. I appreciate it. I'm going to hand you over to Martha.
2: Sure.
3: Okay. Well, first off, I feel like I told Megan when we were muted, I said, we need to go to a Keith class. I know. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is great. Um, we could easily talk about how you, you know, how you lead a virtual team and the logistics of that. But what I want to uh, talk to you about, what are you getting? Are that you brown? getting background? <laughs> are you all? Are you all? Okay, okay. Okay. I'll ignore it. So I'll ignore it. it it's gonna be hard. It, it, it's, it's gonna be hard. But, sorry, guys. It's pretty bad. I, so I want to talk so about how you can use. I want to. Yeah. To brag on your employees, but yet it is. Yeah, it marketing. is. That. So. Let me give you a little background. I have a a program called Employee Love Program, and we do all these employee brags within the internal communication channel um, for other businesses. We're like their concierge cheerleader. And what what we don't do, and I wish these owners or admins would do, is take these employee brags and then use that in social media on their business page because when I had my maid service and when I was really on top of it and doing that I'm going to tell you the things that sold that you know like hooked people in more than any kind of like I've got this promotion going or whatever is when I showed them behind the scenes on our culture and I mean, that's when you would get all these people. So I know you being the social media king, you're doing some of that. So if you'd share some of your strategy on how you use that, that would be awesome.
2: That's a great uh, thing. I actually, I don't do that. I've recently started posting my new foreman uh, when he does something really cool or good, or he backed up the trailer perfectly. I put it on Instagram like, dude, this guy just crushed it. And he's smiling and laughing. But it was very basic and impulsive. There was no system behind it. I hadn't thought any of this out and it's really uh, awesome that you bring that up. Another employee that I have, he hates being on camera unless it's just like right. his back. So he doesn't want any of that. But so um, no, I haven't thought of any of this. I'm not even there yet.
3: Well, so our, we, we survey after every job. And so when we get those, those survey comments back, and it names the employee, then what we do is we just put the employee's picture and we had a little Canva template that you plug and play the the brag. And then I would just put a couple, sorry guys, background noise. I would just put a couple of sentences saying, oh my gosh, Tasha has been with us for Three years, I love her, and clearly her clients love her. And then I just put that Canva template that I copied and
4: pasted, and then that's it you know, and um, I'm pissed because I'm sitting here as an employee love program person and I have not posted a single one of these already curated, totally branded images that are sitting in my Voxer channel. I've not posted any of them. Well, so, thanks, Martha. And, Rude. It takes, <laughs> and we'll probably just do that for me. Can't I you was going to say we'll
3: probably me? add it into the program. Um, but because nobody's doing it and it's just like nobody was bragging on their employees on a regular basis and that's why we did the concierge but um it's so easy it's just so easy and your employees also love it you know because you're bragging publicly about them so it's
4: the win-win if you're not doing that do it and, uh, well, and then can you make us like a little calendar, Keith, that was like, here's the perfect balance for a home service <laughs> company. You're going to post three posts a week about you and three posts a week about the customer and two posts a week about the employee. No kidding. And then we'll just teach a VA or maybe you could have a VA agency. I feel like that should be the next key thing. There I, you go. Can I be your first customer or a second customer?
2: VA agency. It's <laughs> a good idea.
4: Do it. Do it.
2: Any of that stuff that you feel like Oh my God, that's a great idea. I don't know how I'm going to fit that in. It's just never going to get done. Mm -hmm. VA, a virtual assistant can help you do that. And here's another tip I learned. If you think you want one VA who can just do all, can I just have one VA? Well, first of all, (laughs) I think it'd be smart. Uh, VA, uh, that's a whole other conversation. I'll be talking about that. I'll be speaking at the huge convention in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, it's the 17th through the 19th. Oh,
4: will see you so soon. so, So,
2: yeah, I'll be so, talking about all yeah, of this I'll stuff, be so talking about the questions, about, questions that. about that. Okay. It's awesome. Delayed. Go to KeithKelters.com okay, slash events, events or, go to the, huge or, or go to the Huge Convention website. There's some delay there. Basically. I love that.
1: We're all um, Huge Convention with you, Keith. So okay, we'll awesome, come yeah. by and be there. All of us.
4: I'm sorry that I got Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, we'll link to that. We'll link to that. Yeah, We'll link to it. So a follow-up when we have no
3: when we life. have no
4: that would be awesome, <laughs> Michelle. Can you close this out? Sure,
1: can. I absolutely can. Found and we assigned homework for everybody for taylor and i i know what she would have and we will post it in the group a little bit later and let us know what that is but my homework for everybody from any other podcasts is that we assign you some home step in your business and really move the needle forward that we go to the craft store and build a better way by what a cool idea this is. I am digitally is something I do. And I think for a thing, I think that's going to really help. So if you're a media game or your content game, let's just boards are going to be the new cool thing. So I'm thrilled. Thank you so much, Keith. Guys, do you want to?
4: <laughs> I'm, dro- I'm trying to drop it in the chat in case you can't. You can't hear it. It. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Can you read it for? Our can listeners you read listeners? it for our listeners?
1: I is to use client brags about your employees on that so go on your battle board. I think that's per thing.
2: you're asking me you're asking me
1: Uh, she's typing go ahead Keith if you have anything that you could move the needle forward in their business what would you for them Uh,
2: set a plan figure Uh, out the stuff that you you hate and then set a plan to to eventually eventually not doing stuff that you hate so you can do stuff that you love
1: ah it's so good I want to, um, Tay did drop her homework, so one time a day on video and posted on social is working a lot on live videos right now, so I, homework this week is to clone yourself by doing, and be vulnerable, I, I do that, so I'm going to try to do the homework this week.
2: As to do something every single
1: day to get your phone to ring. Email bomb or text blast. Something to get that phone to ring in this sort of summer. Purposes. So that's all i um, How can we reach you? To you, what's the best way to connect with you if they want to know more?
2: About yes. It? Yes. Please. Go to untrapped the podcast. <laughs> Or G- oh, really good. Good. Okay. Go to untrappedpodcast@gmail.com. Yes. Or, or if you feel like you need okay. to get on the phone with me, or, or slash call That
1: makes it perfect. Thank you so so much. Well, much. Thank you so much for joining us, Keith. It were travel and all of these things, but it feels like we're have an awesome awesome club (laughs) bye everybody thank
0: you with fight club for business join our facebook group where we have weekly homework accountabilities and an awesome community to help you fight for your business facebook.com slash fight club for as in the number four business
3: fight, fight club for business